All right. Welcome. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever it is. Uh, episode two, fourth and wrong. Ready to give you guys some subpar fantasy advice. Um, we understand there were some technical difficulties last episode, so we're going to do better. Um, to be fair, though, uh, hopefully our I have full confidence. I haven't heard it yet, but our producer said he has fixed everything. So Yeah, and make no mistake. Maybe you won't even notice. Make no mistake around here. We, we give him a hard time, but Isaiah is the boss, all right? There's one, and then there's one A and one B, and that's me and Aiden, and then there's Isaiah, who's one. Um, Aiden and me, no big deal. <laughs> Frick. <laughs> man, I'm getting a little uh, cabin feverish with all this quarantine, man. How, uh, how are you doing with it all? Honestly, I haven't been quarantined too much. It's been beautiful where we live. Like it's been, it's been nice. We, we yeah. live, we live in Canada, so we're gonna say this in Celsius. But by the way, like, I'm Aaron. That's Aiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Aiden. <laughs> Isaiah's on, Isaiah's on the uh, on the keys. Bam, bam. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been like 25 plus degrees Celsius here every single day. So it's just been. I mean, I do sleep until 2 p.m. This guy's unbelievable, I mean, man. <laughs> like, we also got an argument the other night, and I, I'm going to make you admit this. Yes. What's, what's your favorite season? My favorite season is probably fall. What's your least favorite season? <sighs> I'm not a huge fan of summer. That's an unbelievably terrible uh, I would say that my, my least favorite season is probably winter, but that it, when it's, it's really, not, when it's said. really, no, no, no. Just let me, just hear me Okay, out. yeah, I'm here. All right. When it's really, 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 really hot out. Like, when we're talking like 28 plus degrees. 28 Celsius. That's not that hot. It's hot for me. Because we don't we don't experience that ever. Like, that we get one week of that in Canada. Yeah, and you're supposed to like year. cherish it like gold. But that's too not hot. piss it's on it and tell you it's don't even just, like it. Yeah, it, my argument was, I don't like that it being that hot is just as bad as it being negative 25. No, your like exact words like, were, I would rather it be minus 28 and snowing yeah. than plus 28. Yeah. Bananas, dude. No, it's not. Isaiah, it's, Isaiah uh, are you with me here? Yeah. There's no way. It's too We're going to move on from that. We've already wasted enough time talking uh, about okay, it. But cool. That's fucking fuck bananas. Yeah, you should go fuck yourself with that, too. That's <laughs> unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Either way, I'm staying inside. Yeah, you're staying inside. And playing. at least my house can't. I can fucking doctor the temperature in my house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we live in the basement. For those that don't know, Aiden and I actually live together, so that's why I know what time he wakes up and um, the reason we have so many takes. Any what? Uh, what have you been doing? You've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. I see you don't even go outside. I don't know when you're talking about the weather. You've been playing. A <laughs> yeah, lot it's of Call been too of Duty fucking lately. hot, and I'm pretty good at COD. So like, why yeah, wouldn't I do? I that? can vouch for. I can definitely <laughs> vouch for that. As far as new season update came out, fuck man. My, uh, <laughs> as far as hobbies go, my element. Aiden's, Aiden's pretty fucking good at Call of Duty. I'll give him that. I've been watching. I'm so stoked the NBA's back, man. I've been watching so much basketball. Yeah, I've caught a few games. Yeah, Mostly like, Lakers. I'm a you've huge been LeBron Cod, James I've been, fan. I've been watching so much ball, dude. Like Lakers, Raptors. Let's go Raptors, baby. I don't care if we don't have Kawhi. We're going to win the championship again. Also, the Brooklyn Nets beat Milwaukee Bucks. We're recording this on, I don't even know what the date is, the the 6th. Yeah, we're recording this on the 6th, so Milwaukee Bucks beat the Nets yesterday. But when you hear this, they're going to beat them maybe a yeah. week and a half ago. Um but yeah, no, I've been I've been loving the basketball. I'm pissed that my bet three sixty five doesn't work. I can't bet on any of these fucking games. <laughs> the my, boys do not believe in credit cards because we're not responsible. Yeah, my bank. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have a credit card. It's a bad idea. <laughs> Isaiah, you're back to work though, eh? Yeah, I've been working a little bit uh, last few weeks. It's been uh, I've just been getting back into the grind and actually like having a schedule instead of just yeah. kind of getting up and being like what do i do with well yeah life? what is that's that's how i feel almost every single day because i've been studying for fantasy now 
I could, I'd like to go back to work, but unfortunately I was a door to door salesman before this started. So that's probably a long time away from starting back up. Yeah. And Aiden, yeah. what did you do before all this started? I, uh, I was playing poker for a little bit. Started playing poker last Semi-professionally. Year. Semi-professionally. I mean, spent almost every day doing it. Studied <laughs> a lot. Turned that study into fantasy football. But yeah, in, uh, in Canada, the poker rooms haven't opened up yet. They're still trying to figure out how the tables are going to work, which I don't understand why, because all the rooms in Vegas are doing it. But they got, they're got they touching all the cards, and they're touching the chips. I don't think it's so much like the breathing. Yeah. It's just like like you literally have to touch stuff that other people are touching. Yeah, no, it's definitely a problem. But like what they're doing, like they're just cleaning everything like a lot. And you, you just change the deck outs more. I guess. The but. decks out more, yeah. Anyways, but. that's enough time spent on the intro here. Let's jump right into it. We're gonna go. We're gonna do our, our first fuckhead check. Now we're gonna do this um, every week during the season. Um, what it is our our league that we do with our friends, our high school friends. Hold on, I got a burp coming. I had I had a couple of these last week. Ooh, that Not was a Vietnamese sub. That time. wasn't that wasn't the white claws this like time. Fucking onions. In here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a fuckhead check. Basically, uh, the league that we the league that's most important to us. It's a twelve team standard point league with all of our high school friends. It's called Fantasy Fuckheads. All right, we're going to do a fuckhead check periodically uh, through the season just to see where everybody's at, how their weeks have going, what, who, who we got on our team, who is balling. Hopefully, we have two good teams, so it looks like we're two good analysts. If we don't, this podcast is not going to do very good. I'm just <laughs> going to go ahead and say if I have a bad team, it's all injuries and COVID's fault, not uh, mine. <laughs> well, what I, that, that's a perfect seamless uh, segue <laughs> into what I'm trying to say here. The, the fuckhead check this week is I want to talk about the changes that we're making to the league to kind of um cater to COVID-19 first thing is we do we actually don't usually have an IR spot we're gonna have two IR spots this season we're also gonna have an extra bench spot do with that what you feel like you need to um I just think that it's not nobody's allowed to use COVID as an excuse this season everybody is gonna have players on their team that have COVID everybody's gonna have quarterbacks of their receivers get of uh, get COVID like there's no excuse for I don't have a player to play. You're going to have two IR spots if they get COVID and we'll make sure that COVID is IR eligible. You can have an extra bench spot to make sure you have another, you know, wide receiver running back. Everybody's going to have to deal with COVID. So there's no coming to the commissioner and be like, Oh, I need you to replace this with that. It's as if there was injuries, except there's 10 times more injuries. Probably that's, that's basically what I'm going to say about the COVID thing. It's not going to be a problem. You, you got to cater your league to it before, you know, there's going to be COVID all season. People are going to get injured. Guaranteed. You're going to have at least one person on your team get injured or get COVID, sorry. And you got to treat that as an injury. It's nobody, like nobody gets to get a, a free ride because of COVID. Everybody's got to deal with it this yeah. season. And barring any like serious, you know, implications from having COVID, it's a two week thing. So you, you're not going to be playing for two weeks. And that's it really, if you're thinking about it from an injury standpoint, if someone was injured and they're on, only injured for two weeks, you're laughing like you're yeah. it's not huge like yeah. you're you're happy that he's only injured for every weeks, single covid right? so every single positive covid is a high ankle sprain that you know is going to be 100 healthy that's the way i'm looking at it every single one's a high, usually it's two weeks and then you're kind of like good to go mm -hmm. again maybe they're a little bit weak they haven't been working out you don't know sometimes they're asymptomatic so it doesn't even matter but that's kind of how i'm treating it that's our fuckhead check just wanted to check in with our league the the, the changes that we're making you definitely have to make changes to your league or you're not going to enjoy this season you got to make some changes to, to kind of account for COVID. It'll be tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But once their changes are made, everybody's got the same playing, the same, they're playing with the same rules. You know what I mean? There's no excuse for, for COVID. But on top of that too, I want to talk about every year when a team gets a new coaching staff, that's a, that's a problem for any team. When you get a new coaching staff in COVID, that's an even bigger problem. Obviously they're not going to have anywhere near as enough exposure to their new players and stuff. Um, there's four teams in specific. I just want to quickly go through to make sure everybody understands 
that they have brand new coaching staffs and you should maybe stay away from play. If you're, if you're thinking about a player on one of these teams and a different player, maybe go with the other player. Cause these guys might break your fucking heart. They're on teams that are going to be bad this season. Yep. That might mean a good thing, but it often means a bad thing for your there team. There are a few outliers in this team. Exactly. Obvi- on, on these teams, but obviously those are stars. Yeah. You for, can't for, ignore. First team I'm, I'm actually fading is going to be surprising because it's the number one. It's the team that has the number one fantasy player. That's Carolina Panthers. Debatable. I'm drafting Christian McCaffrey number one overall. Nobody else on the team do I want. And I'm pretty sure you, you feel the same way about yeah. it. DJ Moore is one of my downers. Yeah. And Teddy Bridgewater is our new quarterback. One of the most conservative yeah. quarterbacks, like, traditionally in the last couple of seasons. Worst Brand close. new coaching staff, Matt Rule and Joe Brady. All new offensive coaches. I'm staying away from Carolina Panthers. I think it's between Carolina and the next team, Washington for the worst team in the league this season. Washington's got Ron Rivera and Scott Turner. Even though they have a little more experience, they still have a bad team. The Washington Football Club is not going to be a good team this season. I think they're going to be terrible. And they have brand new coaching staff. And Dwayne Haskins in a COVID season, not good. Cleveland Browns, all new coaching staff as well. Mayfield's unproven. New York Giants, all new coaching staff as well. Uh, uh, Daniel Jones is, is unproven. I think that New York Giants is a little bit less concerning. Yeah. But those all, all of those teams are, are a little bit concerning or a lot of bit concerning, to, to be honest with you. What do you think? I agree with that. I like the Giants the most out of all those teams for sure. Well, plus I think like um, the, the the Giants have the best offense. Regardless of the coaches, they have the best players. Yeah. Besides the Browns, there I guess. Huh. But here's the thing: Teddy Bridgewater wears fucking gloves, so maybe, <laughs> just maybe, Teddy Bridgewater wears fucking gloves, and he tries he to might keep those COVID germs off his hands. Why does he wear just, gloves? Just think about he that can't for a grip second. The fucking football. You know who else wore gloves? Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl where he lost forty three to eight. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> Downhill. Peyton Manning also can throw a fucking ball longer than 30 yards that season. Yeah, and he was wearing fucking gloves. <laughs> so, and then last do with that what you will. <laughs> last, you thing with, last thing with the COVID offseason, three coaches that got new, or three teams that got new coaches that I'm not worried about. Dallas, Mike McCarthy's a new head coach. Thing yeah. is, he's actually not calling their plays. They made sure to keep Kellen Moore. Jerry Jones was, was high on keeping Kellen Moore as their offensive play caller. They're yeah. going to run the same offense. They're going to have so the same offensive talent. play caller. Mike McCarthy has experience too. You can... Think of him how you how you'd like in Green Bay. He still he still has experience in the in the NFL. Denver has Pat Shermer's offensive coordinator. Not worried about him. I think Denver's gonna go fucking off this season. I I kind of want a lot of stake in the Broncos. Pat Shermer, another experienced offensive coordinator. Not worried about them. And then Minnesota, Gary Kubiak, again experienced. He actually fits. He, I think Minnesota's gonna be almost unlocked with Gary Kubiak because he fits the running style perfectly. Like run first, run often. Um, same philosophy as they already have. So I think they'll be good. So. Yeah, let's just jump right into uh, our episode today, which is going to be receivers. I don't even know if I've mentioned that yet. Um, we're doing receivers today. We did top fives last week, so I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go over our top fives. Just to quickly glaze over it, though. Who, who is your top five? I got uh, one Michael Thomas consensus number one pick. We got two Devonte Adams, uh, three Julio Jones, four Tyree Kill, and five D Hop. Um, but yeah, no, uh, nothing's changed there. Tell me quickly. Tell me why Devontae Adams again? That's the only one that kind of is not bold, but like, why do you got him at number two? That's the only one that could be up for debate, I guess. Um, well, for one, huge Green Bay fan. I love Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, like no other, uh, and he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And Devontae Adams is his favorite receiver. I just don't think he fails, and he has a super easy schedule. Like he had nine hundred ninety-seven yards, and he only played twelve games. Yeah, he does last have a year. schedule. Yeah, I love yeah, Devontae I get- Adams. And then to quickly go over uh, my top five, I got Michael Thomas, number one. Everybody knows. Everybody knows why. Talent plus opportunity, opportunity equals production. Um, my number two is Tyreek Hill. 
Um, every, I, I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent with him last week. I like the explosivity. I like the chance that he, the, the, basically the guarantee that if he's healthy, he's going to win you five weeks for sure. He's the fastest fucking player, but plays on the best offense. I like Tyree Kill at number two and standard leagues, especially in PPR, a little bit lower. Obviously, we know he doesn't get as many targets, but I think he's going to run like yeah. a way bigger route tree because this season. Because of his speed, he has more access to route trees too. Mm-hmm. Like he can run any route. I don't know. I think he's going to take a big so jump fast, this season. Like, yeah. So that's number two. Number three, I got Devontae Adams. Four, Julio Jones. And then five, Kenny Galladay. I love Kenny Galladay this season. <laughs> Third-year receivers make a big jump. He's uh, He's got Stafford healthy and back for him. Um, I talked about why I loved him last week, so you guys can check that out if you if you kind of want to know why I'm feeling about Kenny Galladay. But before we kind of go any further, we're going to do a quick, what I call, a, in the schedule, we called it an Amari Cooper stroke session. Because <laughs> we're we're both really high on Amari Cooper. He was actually your upper last week. Yeah. And I have him ranked higher than you do. You got him at number seven. I got him at number six, man. That's pretty high. He's got Dak Prescott playing for money. We know he loves money. He's got one of the best schedules of any of the top 10 wide receivers. High scoring offense. So many people around him to take away defensive attention, I think. Um, the, the running game they have keeps defenses honest as well. Mike McCarthy threw a ton in Green Bay. Um, yep. There's so many signs pointing towards this is going to be Amari Cooper's best season. Yeah. And I'm kind of trying to take as many, get as, get as much of him as I can. I've been thinking about moving him up, yeah. if you can believe that. I've been thinking about getting him to hop Kenny Galladay. I like him more than uh, than DeAndre Hopkins, which fucking throws a lot of people for a loop, which is my number seven. Um, but yeah, you can give me a give me a quick stroke session with Mike Cooper. I need we'll, to hear what we'll you guys talk, say because we're gonna go more into our rankings earlier. Uh, or, sorry, not earlier, later. Um, but I couldn't put him above my sixth guy. But I have him ranked exactly where he finished last year, uh, and I think he's gonna finish here. The the CD Lamb coming in does take a few targets away from him. Mm-hmm. But he also takes defensive attention away from That's him what I'm saying, slightly. Yeah. So I think he has like comparable to a season he had last year, maybe a bit more yards. Dak Prescott is throwing for, uh, going for a contract again. Um, yeah, I love Amari Cooper. I, yeah. I just think he's like he's too good to fail on such a talented offense. I'm yeah, I'm more of a riskier drafter than you a lot of the time, and I like the like he probably has a lower floor than a lot of people in the same area. But his potential on this offense, I think, is higher than a lot of people in the same area. You know what I mean? Like, he has the potential to maybe be a top 20 wide receiver. But he also has a higher potential to be a top three wide receiver than a lot of these other guys. Um, But then, before we go really deep into the wide receiver rankings, we're going to have our first convince Isaiah section. Okay? What this is, is uh, we're both going to... Me and Aiden are both going to talk about who we like more. We... I have uh, Mike Evans ranked higher than Chris Godwin. You have Chris Godwin yeah. ranked higher than Mike Evans. Yes. Okay. During the season, what this is going to be is like a waiver wire toss up or who should I play kind of toss up that Isaiah's wondering, hey, should I play this guy or this guy? Should I pick up this guy or this guy? But right now it's should I draft this guy or this guy? And this guy or this guy is Chris Godwin versus Mike Evans. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep tally of all the times. Like somebody's going to win this argument. We got to give a winner to it. Isaiah's going to say, you are more convincing. I'm drafting him on draft day. Um, whoever wins gets a point, And then whoever wins the actual bet by having the better season is also going to get a point. If that makes sense. I don't know if I explained that properly, but I think you guys all understand. You get a point for getting the season long bet and you get a point for winning the debate in the moment. Um, let's do rock, paper, scissors. See who goes first, man. Rock, paper, scissors. Boom! Fuck the first time he's ever changed it. <sighs> first time he's Fuck, ever it changed it. Feels good. It. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you talk this shit first. Tell me. You gotta look Isaiah in the eyes she and tell him. Oh, okay. So you're deferring. Yeah, I'm deferring. Okay. Kickoff. Yeah, I remember when I was a pussy. 
ever. <laughs> you, yeah. you, tell, you tell Isaiah why he should draft Chris Godwin this season over okay. Mike Evans. Well, let me just start off by saying I love Mike Evans. He's a top three wide receiver talent-wise in the NFL. The problem I have I'm glad you him, just said that. What's that? I'm glad you just said that. Go on. Yeah, yeah. The problem I have with him is he just doesn't fit Tom Brady. Like that, that skill set, Chris Godwin's skill set fits Tom Brady way more. Tom Brady likes to go for those first downs. He just wants to keep that ball moving. He's not necessarily looking for that touchdown every play, every play, every play. He's very conservative. So uh, uh, he had an amazing season. He played 14 games, 1,333 yards, nine touchdowns. He finished his wide receiver two in standard. It's just hard to hate him. He, he's got Bruce Arians as a head coach. Tom Brady is a quarterback. Man, he, he just fits Tom Brady so well. I, I can't get over that. He, when I heard that Tom Brady was going to the Bucks, first of all, I said, fuck you, Tom Brady. Second of all, I said, Chris Godwin's going to have a fucking amazing year. Even more amazing than he had last season. He, uh, Jam- He's not going to be throwing. Tom Brady isn't going to be throwing as much as Jameis Winston, but... <laughs> he's also not going to get picked off as much as Jameis Winston. <laughs> so Chris Godwin should be getting the ball a ton, man. Uh, hard to hate. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Let me tell you something. Your argument that Brady doesn't like wide receivers. He likes slot receivers. That's basically what you're saying, right? He likes slot receivers more than wide receivers. I think it's really, he likes the best players on his team. The best players on his team recently have been slot wide receivers. The last time he had a good wide receiver he set the NFL receiving touchdown record, and it was Randy Moss. What year was that? What 2007. That's fine. Oh. It, I, I'm not saying he's going to be Randy Moss. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think Tom Brady likes the best players on the team. They just so happen to be slot receivers recently. That's just the way the Patriots were drafting. Right now, you said yourself, Mike Evans is more talented than Chris Godwin is. For I sure. Agree. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, I think... And you also said that you think Tom Brady's going to throw less than Jameis Winston did, which is for sure. Which means Mike, Chris Godwin, he got so many of his points from what you were saying. First down, slot receiving, getting getting more targets and receptions yeah, than Mike Evans. Catch, yeah. Mike Evans needs less re- receptions and targets to produce. He's a deep ball kind of guy, jump ball kind of guy. If he gets the same amount of targets he did this season, Chris Godwin won't. He's going to get less targets for sure. Chris Godwin's had one good season. This is it. Mike Evans has had like six consecutive thousand yard seasons. There's potential Chris Godwin like redoes, like has the same kind of season. Mike Evans was the next wide receiver last season. Chris Godwin was wide receiver like three on a points per game basis, I think. And Mike Evans was wide receiver four on a points per game basis. So it's not like Mike Evans had a bad year, just didn't have as good of a year as Chris Godwin. Mike Evans has a way higher floor. We know he's got a better chance of finishing higher. It's just not, maybe doesn't have a good of a chance of finishing top three. You know what I mean? Mike Evans is a safer pick. And the argument that Tom Brady doesn't like wide receivers and like slot receivers i think it's just because he didn't have good wide receivers and and i'm not saying that he doesn't like them i'm saying that like his particular skill set fits those slant guys like that's basically what it is it's he just doesn't like and, and i have a hard time believing what he just he just had a birthday how 43 he's 43 okay <laughs> yeah. yeah just turned 43 i think he's been slinging that ball deep no not necessarily yeah like that i agree mike evans is the best Probably the best deep ball guy in the game, in my opinion. He's the best jump ball guy in the game. Mike Evans has had a thousand yards every year he's been in the league, and this I is agree. And Tom Brady's he's the best have quarterback he's ever had. He's gonna have a thousand yards. But my last point too is Mike Evans is a more likely red zone target because he's way fucking bigger. So he's probably gonna finish with more touchdowns if it's or just he's gonna finish with more red zone targets, I bet. And second thing is the addition of a good tight end to Rob Gronkowski takes more away from Chris Godwin's slot role than it does from Mike Evans' wide out role. Overrated. 
what we don't know. Maybe Gronkowski's good. Like he could be the old Gronkowski, and in that case, it takes more from Chris Godwin than it does from Mike Evans. I think. I just I have a hard time believing Rob Gronkowski a year removed from the league. What did he drop? Like fucking forty pounds. He looked like he looked a little bit of like a meth head, to be honest <laughs> with you. In the offseason, that's he, my favorite player in the NFL, and I actually taking a little bit of offense dude, to it. Dude, are you telling me he looked? I mean. He looks like a shell of himself, and I still think yeah, he's going to exactly. drop 1,200 eight touchdowns. not a real projection. Who won the convince Isaiah section there? That was very close, but I would have to say that he would, yeah. would win that conversation. Isaiah's being nice. That wasn't close. Okay, wasn't well, close. you know what, Isaiah? You draft Mike Evans, and I'll take Chris Goddard. <laughs> Happily. Happily. All right, one zip. Just to just to clarify, we're gonna jump in the wide receivers now. I have Chris Godwin ranked. Um, let me check to make sure. I don't want to lie to you guys. Um, I have Chris Godwin ranked nine, and I have Mike Evans ranked eight. So I obviously like both of them. Um, I just like Mike Evans a little bit more, man. I think he's got a little bit more of a guarantee. You know what I'm saying? But let's move through through our our, our top forty wide receivers. Okay, starting with your number six. My number six is Chris Godwin. We won't go too much into him. Uh, yep. He had an amazing season last year, drafting him high. Um, next guy, Amari Cooper, another guy we've already talked about. Stroke Sesh was already had. Yeah. We both love him. Awesome guy. Uh, my next guy is Kenny Galladay. I already had a bit of a stroke yeah. session for him. I think we know. Yeah, you have yeah. an eight. You like him not as good as much as I, I do. but you... I like him, but I think he had 11 touchdowns last season. I think there's going to be regression. So a chance for I think I think he yeah. makes up for it with more yards, to be honest with you. I think he gets more targets. That's... um. It's an argument whenever now here. There's a big uh, and there's a big thing to say about Kenny Galladay. If Matt Stafford can play a full season, Kenny Galladay is a he's a monster. I know, that's what I'm saying. I just I even even with him being a monster, he has regression in touchdowns. I I I have a hard time seeing him having ten plus touchdowns again. I agree with I that's what I'm saying. I agree he doesn't have ten plus touchdowns. I just think he makes up for it with yards, especially in PPR. I think he's gonna have more like he's not a PPR guy, but he's going to have more value PPR this year than he did last year. Yeah. But let's move forward from that. Listen, uh, your number nine is my number ten. Just to go quickly through my my top my uh, six through ten is Amari Cooper six, seven DeAndre Hopkins. I think I've already mentioned how much I don't like DeAndre Hopkins this season, but he's still amazing, so I got to put him at seven. Um, my number eight is Mike Evans. My number nine is Chris Godwin, and my number ten is Odell Beckham Jr. That's your number nine. We both wanted to do a quick chat about him because he is being underdrafted, I believe. Or what's yeah. the word? Undraft, overdraft, underdrafted. He's not yeah. being valued at the right place, yeah. basically. And, I mean, it, there is cause for concern with Baker Mayfield throwing as many interceptions as he did last year. But OBJ wasn't... But it's fucking on, Odell Beckham yeah, Jr. That's why. He's super talented. It's OBJ. He could be... He could... Let's be honest. He's a bit of a drama queen. He said drama he wasn't fully... Queen. He said he wasn't fully healthy all season. And that could him. be the case. I, I I could see it. He definitely didn't look the same as he's always looked. But he still had over 1,000 yards and yeah. four touchdowns. You're damn right he did. And with a down season from him and his quarterback. He like, had the same I, I season just, I, as... I can't see Baker Mayfield doing worse than he did last season. That's what I'm season. saying, yeah. He's going to take a huge jump up. He had, didn't he yeah. have the same amount of interceptions or some more interceptions and touchdowns had, last season? I think he had 22 and 21. It was yeah. either 22 and 21 or 23 and 22. I don't have those numbers on me right now. But, yeah. Baker Mayfield is going to play better because he played like shit yeah. last season. So he's going yeah. to 100% play better. And if Odell Beckham Jr. had 1,000 yards and four touchdowns with a shitty, shit, like the, probably the shittiest version of Baker Mayfield we'll yeah. ever see in his career, then I think he's going to have 1,200 and three more touchdowns and seven. We're now talking about number 10 wide receiver for sure. Yeah. I want a guy, and plus, I like guys that get yards. 
touchdowns are hard to predict, man. We can see it with Julio Jones. We know he's the most talented wide receiver. And yeah. we also know Odell Beckham Jr. is among the most talented wide receivers. As far yeah. as talent goes, he's top three, top Best five. in the league. He's, and he's unbelievable. So we're only ranking him low because we think he's on a shitty offense. But it's going to be an improved offense from last season. And he still obviously yeah. broke some hearts last year. Yeah. But he still wasn't... Yeah, a complete bust. He still had a thousand a down year for Odell Beckham Jr. is a breakout year for AJ Brown. You know, and and to be and there's no way the head coach can be worse than Freddie was last year. Oh my so god, dude. Let's. I, I I love OBJ. He's a good. He's a great player. His talent is undeniable. Yeah, and he's being. He, you're getting such good value for him where he's being drafted right now. Uh, right now, sorry. Let me just take a look. Uh, he's being drafted as 14. 14. ESPN, ESPN average draft position is 14 right now. Four, wide receiver 14. That's, That's great fucked. value. That's great yeah, value. Yeah, man, to think that Allen Robinson and Juju Smith-Schuster and number number 11 right now in ADP is DJ Moore. I'm not going to... Hey, pump the brakes. We'll get to him a little bit later. But, man, I can't believe DJ Moore is being <laughs> yeah. drafted ahead of uh, ahead of Odell Beckham Jr. That being said, OBJ is one of the on one of the offenses that I just said maybe you should stay away from. Cleveland Browns do have a brand new coaching yeah. staff. OBJ is sick, though. All right, before we move on to your number 10, we're going to do a quick ad segment. Um, this week, our podcast is sponsored by nobody. But make no mistake, we will sing and dance for any company that is willing to pay us any amount of money. I'll do anything for anybody. I will whore myself out to anybody. So this is a calling out to all the companies that are looking for, you know, a podcast with maybe less than 100 listeners. We're for you. Moving I don't forward. disagree with you here real quick. Uh, I won't. I don't even need to get paid. Give me. You got a food place? Give me a coupon. Oh, dude, know? yeah. Give me. Give me a free manscaped razor or something. I don't know. Fucking Dollar Shave Club. Fucking razor or something. Not only money. Just fuck anything. Anything. That'd be sick. Just to be like, I shave my face with the podcast, basically. Yeah. M- moving forward, your number ten. <laughs> don't agree with. Let me hear why you like him. Cooper Cup. Uh, WTF? Yeah, my number ten is Cooper Cup. Uh, first of all, he's my boy last year. He's my number he's one my rece- wide receiver on uh, my 10-team league. Glizzy uh, McLaughlin, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he had 1,100 yards, uh, 1,161 yards and 10 tutties. And uh, he has Jared Goff throwing the football. <coughs> Jared Goff, oh, okay. Jared Goff has thrown for 4,600-plus yards in his last two seasons. He had quite a few interceptions last season, but he still threw for 22 picks or 22 touchdowns. Yippee. And he is Sean McVay. So, yeah. I mean, the Jared argue- Goff is putting out a lot of production. Whether you like him or not, the stats are there. To, to say the reason you like Cooper Cup is because you like Jared Goff is fucking crazy. That's not the reason. I think Cooper, I think he has a good relationship with a quarterback who throws a lot. I and think that's a plus for him. I think Brandon Cook's leaving. Does yeah. more for Robert Woods' value than it does for Cooper Cup. We actually thought about doing Cooper Cup versus Robert Woods for our uh, uh, Convince Isaiah segment. Because I think Robert Woods is, is worth more than Cooper Cup this year. Because Robert Woods' touchdowns are going to go up. Cooper Cup's touchdowns are going to go down. For sure. We'll cover this. because, And here's the thing. I've got Cooper Cup here and Robert Woods is not far. I think both of them are going to Yeah, you got Robert seasons. Woods at 12 and, and Cooper Cup at 10. So... I guess yeah. I have Cooper so, Cup at fifteen, so a lot lower. Um, yeah. I, I think he, just the relationship he has with Jared Goff is is gonna. They give are butt Cooper buddies. Cu- they yeah. are certified confirmed yeah. butt buddies. So that he helps. didn't have a lot of red zone targets last year. He did have great yards after the catch. Though. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, I disagree, but you got Cooper Cup number ten. You got uh, Mike Evans number eleven. We already talked about Mike Evans. You're a little bit down on him, but obviously you still think he's a good. Borderline wide receiver one. I love Mike Evans. I just don't like Chris Godwin more. Yeah, I got I got Calvin Ridley number eleven, man. Uh, this is a player I'm super fucking scared about being wrong about. 
because I have ranked him over some guys, Adam Thielen, AJ Brown, Allen Robertson, Cooper Cup, who you just talked about. Like, I'm really high on Calvin Ridley. I think that I already talked about this with Kenny Galladay. Third year receivers take huge fucking jumps, okay? It's his third year. He's a first round talent out of Alabama. When he was drafted, he was the best wide receiver in his class. There's a lot of uh, a lot of targets to be had now that Austin Hooper's gone and Muhammad Sanu's there. Or, sorry, Muhammad Sanu's in, in New England. I get that uh, Hayden Hurst is a big pickup. Everybody's, you know, thinks he's amazing. So much water on myself. <laughs> Everybody thinks Hayden Hurst is going to take all these targets. I mean, I think he, I think he's a good player and I'm high on him, but I think that Calvin Ridley is going to be great this season. Julio Jones doesn't catch touchdowns. Someone's got to catch him. Oh, and by the way, he has an extremely easy schedule. I'm taking the gamble on him. I think he's going to finish as a top five wide receiver if, if enough things turn right. Plus, he's on a team that has no COVID, like That's no the changes. Boldest thing I've ever heard. No, what? That's the boldest thing I've ever heard, perhaps. Whatever, man. I, I'd rather have Calvin Ridley <laughs> than Cooper Cup. For sure. For sure. That's fair. But let's move forward. Uh, 12, Robert Woods for you. Uh, I got Adam Thielen at 12. Adam Thielen is kind of uninspiring this season. I think all of us feel the same way. He's going as ADP uh, 8 on ESPN. I got him at 12. You got him at 13. He's kind of just a guy. I get he's the number one receiver, but... I like him because of what Kirk Cousins did last year. They don't they don't throw a lot. I'm not loving it. I don't want to... He I don't, is Kirk Cousins' guy. He is, like... It, we're not true. brushing over this guy. He is ranked pretty high. Like, he's he's bottom of the wide receiver ranks. Put it this way. Ranks, I, I don't think I've gotten him on any of my of my mock draft teams, and I don't think you've gotten him on any of yours. No. We, we, I just, I'm just not as high as I've seen him leave the general point. I have him at 13, so... Th- yeah, who I have at 13 is AJ Brown, who I'm pretty fucking high on this year. He's going as ADP 16, and man, the upside with AJ Brown can't be ignored. I'm a guy that likes to chase upside for sure. I want guys that are going to win me my fantasy league, not guys that are going to get me in third, fourth place. You know, yeah. I'm not I'm trying to make playoffs. I'm trying to win championships, and I think AJ Brown has the potential. Again, just like uh, just like I was saying with Calvin Ridley, has the potential to be a top three wide receiver kind of guy. Definitely has the talent. It's just Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry running first offense. Yeah. We've seen the kind of philosophy they've had. Although he produced 1051 and eight touchdowns, 10.3 fantasy points per game in standard in his yeah. rookie year. I mean, we would think it was going to yeah. go up. If it goes up, I mean, what's what's that mean? 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns? Yeah. Like, I don't and know. You, you said this about Mike Evans earlier, but this is the guy that he doesn't need a lot of receptions to have mm-hmm. big games. Yeah. Re- regardless of if they're throwing the ball a lot, they could throw to this guy three times a game at, and he could have 100 yards. He's actually similar to his uh, Ole Miss teammate, DK Metcalf. Uh, DK Metcalf's a little bit, ranked a little bit lower, but he doesn't need targets to produce. Exactly. Just like Mike Evans I was saying before. Those are, yeah. those are the kind of guys you want in standard too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm big on uh, I'm big on AJ Brown for yeah. sure. He won me playoffs last year. Let's just get that out right. I love AJ Brown. <laughs> you, uh, you have him at 14. I have him at 13. Yeah. It's ADP 16. So we're both higher on him than, than, uh, than the consensus. A guy that you are higher than me yeah. on, a lot higher than me on, is Juju Smith-Schuster. I, man, this guy leaves the sourest taste in my mouth. I want nothing to do with him. Tell me why I should draft this fucking clown. Uh, See, he had he's a better video gamer than he is fucking <laughs> football player. And I don't even know if he's good at video games. He did have not a great season last year, but let's be real. You sound like a politician. <laughs> he did have not a great season. Okay. He had a poo poo season. <laughs> Five hundred and fifty-two yards and three touchdowns I, and twelve. Yeah, Five point nine fantasy it. points per game. I just, just it. I just want to say you are underselling him a little bit. He had a, a huge pile of shit season. in twelve games, but okay, go on, go on. They had. The top one of the top three worst QB situations in the league last year. Mason Rudolph was a fucking bum. Yeah, he got hit with a helmet 
but he still played the same after. <laughs> shit before, shit after. You know? But this year, Ben Roethlisberger comes back, and Big Ben slings the football. Uh, Juju is his, is his number one wide receiver now. He had 1,400 yards last time he played with Ben Roethlisberger for a full season. And let's just... Hold on, they're miming shit. Just talk uh, to hey, Isaiah. So you don't I, I throw want him to scroll up a little bit. Quick, I, <laughs> um, you shouldn't be so distracted. Yeah, no. ADD, and, and, ADHD just, and let's just get this out right. We know Juju. I don't mean to brag here, but we've known we, Juju. He was kind of a prick when we met him. We did meet him. Yeah, yeah. I shook his hand. No, I no, his we hand know him. Of. I think it's fair to say. I wouldn't say I know him. <laughs> I, I, if I had to ask him if he knew my name, yeah. he would tell me to get the fuck out of his face. <laughs> no, I think he'd know when me. We were in grade, when we were in grade, to, just to preface what this story is, when we were in grade 12, we went to on a football trip to California. Uh, and we were watching like a big high school football game. It was between like the number one the number one team in California versus the number, the number one, one team number in New York or something. Or something. Like yeah, I, I can't remember. It was from it was an East Coast team. They had traveled to play them. It was actually a really crazy game. It was nuts. There was there was a lot of like players that were going Div One and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of NFL players there too. Uh, was, yeah, and Juju Smith Schuster was one of the guys. He wasn't playing. He was watching it with a couple of people. He was still in high school. He was in high school. He was our yeah. age. He's yeah. our age. He's twenty. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I, he, we're twenty four. Yeah. I think he's twenty four. Yeah. Um. And uh, and we met. I talked. To, I talked to him about shoes real quick. But he was kind of a dick, and he was just like, "Yeah, he's a prick." Yeah, he's oh, like a little nice fucking guy. He's a prick. Yeah, he's like, oh. I mean, to be fair, he. I mean, he's in the NFL now. Like, he's pretty <laughs> fucking good at football. But yeah, we met Juju Smith Schuster. It doesn't make me want to draft him at all. I got him at number. I don't even remember. It was so fucking low. I think twenty. Let me check. I got Juju Smith Schuster at number twenty, and you have him at fifteen. Yeah. ADP right now is going at. Where is he? Twelve? Yeah, none of us are getting him. Yeah, You're I don't, trying I don't to talk have him, him up. as a wide receiver one, but I definitely has him have him as a viable wide receiver two. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I wouldn't be if you if you went heavy on your RBs, I wouldn't hate to have him in my wide receiver one spot. But I mm. feel like he has a decently high floor. But I just I'm I'm chasing upside. Yeah, like this, I said, the before. question is is can he succeed without the distraction of Antonio Brown? Yeah. And we've yet to see that. I have faith in the guy, even though he was a prick. But yeah, <laughs> moving forward, uh, <laughs> your your sixteen after Juju is Allen Robinson. I've got Allen Robinson a little higher at fourteen. His his ADP is thirteen. He's good. I mean, he actually produced pretty well last yeah. season. And Mitchell Trubisky was terrible. Yeah. So I am getting a decent amount of stocks in Allen Robinson. I'm not excited about him. Not gonna lie. I I don't want to talk him up because I. I could easily be wrong about him, and he's not a guy I want to devote my time to on this podcast, to be honest with you. Who I do want to talk about, because they are interesting, I kind of want to hear what you got to say about it, is the Seattle wide receivers. <laughs> You've got Tyler Lockett at 17 and DK Metcalf at 18, right beside each other. I had a hard time deciding who was hired, to be so, honest with you as yeah. well. I, I just feel like DK, with the with COVID, you gotta keep on, I keep on coming back to COVID every time I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time deciding between two players. And I think that DK Metcalf's, like his... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? His development is going to be stunted his second year because he's not getting as much practice exposure with the, with with his team and stuff, right? And uh, and Tyler Lockett's just a guy that's been there. He knows the offense already. I just I think that the reason I love DK so much is that like even though he's like lacking in development, just him as a person being such a fucking boulder of a guy. Yeah, I just I, he's gonna go out there and he's gonna dominate either way. And the inter- the interesting thing about these two is that they're almost dead even, so they attract the same amount of defensive attention, in my eyes. So you don't think anybody's getting the advantage? Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's getting the advantage. Uh, I think it really just comes down to who we're going to see Russell Wilson liking more, and that's another thing. They have Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson could have balled the fuck out this season. Exactly. So they could both. 
they could very easily both be wide receivers. Well, I think they're both going to be starters for sure. I would yeah. rather have Tyler Lockett. ADP's, to start the season, yeah. ADP's 18 for Tyler Lockett, and uh, DK Metcalf is 22. Yeah. I like DJ Chark more than DK Metcalf, not going to lie. Um, I have DJ Chark at 23, DK Metcalf at 24. They're kind of a toss-up. I just like the... Like, I like Gardner Minshew more than we're giving him value for right now. Like, everybody's kind of sold him out as having a bad quarterback yeah, I'm, situation. I'm not high on DJ Chark. I have him at 27. Yeah, I'm getting him in a lot of drafts. He's he's. You have him actually right on ESPN's ADP at 27. I am at 23. I like his upside, man. He he balled out last year. Isaiah had him try to trade me him all fucking season. I was like, nah, this guy sucks. And then by the end of the year, I'm like, I should have traded for him, man. This guy's fucking sick. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I'd rather have DJ Chark. He plays on a team where he's the number one receiver, undoubtedly. Uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are like 1A and 1B. It's hard to say yeah. who's the number one receiver right now. But before yeah. I go forward, I, I want to talk about my number 17, okay? I know we're kind of ripping through our lists. It's hard to keep up. But I like Devontae Parker more than his ADP by a lot. His ADP is 28, and he's going. He's he's my 17th ranked wide receiver. I like him more than Tyler Lockett. Let me tell you why, man. Every season, going into the season, they're like, this is Devontae Parker's breakout year. He's amazing. I think he's a big sleeper pick, blah, 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 blah. He's going to be really good. His talent is amazing. He just plays in a shitty situation. He broke out last year. Yeah. Like when, and now we're going to say, oh, yeah, it might have been a fluke. With a terrible QB situation. With a terrible quarterback situation. We waited for him to break out. And Much then once he broke out, magic. now we're going to say he's shitty. Like, that's not how this works, man. He broke out with a shitty situ- quarterback situation. He's got a better quarterback situation now. Even if Tua takes over, I think Tua is decent, man. Like, I don't think it takes away from his value too much. Last year, he had 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. 10.9 fantasy points per game. Yeah. I, I love, love, love Devontae Parker. Just like Calvin Ridley, super scared to be wrong about him. But, like, man, we waited for him to break out, and then once he broke out, now we're going to say he's not good. I'd rather have him than Cortland Sutton because he's played better than Cortland Sutton. I'd rather have him than DJ Moore because he's played better than DJ Moore. He's literally proven yeah, it with DJ shittier Moore. players. But we're not going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I, I, I honestly don't know why. I want to believe in him. And I do have him higher than his ADP. I, I love Devontae Parker. I just don't know if I love Tua coming off of the injury that he had with COVID being a thing on the Miami Dolphins. Like, it's just like there's so many, like, question marks in the air surrounding Tua. Do you think Fitzpatrick is good? I think he can go off. I think there's a good chance that Fitzpatrick just plays good enough to keep the job all season. You don't rep- you don't put in the rookie quarterback until you have a, a shitty yeah. game, pretty much. Sure. I think Fitzpatrick plays good enough to, for him to be there the whole season, for him to be the starting quarterback all season. And uh, week 10 on, Devontae Parker was number three wide receiver in points per game. Yeah, That's I, when Fitzpatrick I like Devontae was Devontae Parker. Receiver. It's just hard to put my complete faith in him. Yeah, I don't yeah, know I mean, where you've got him ranked. Not, I'm, I'm trying to look at I'm your list 23. right now. I have him 23. 23. Okay, you so have him a little I'm not, bit. I'm not super You still low, have him higher than the ADP. Uh, yeah, I'm higher than ADP. I just I love just, him, man. Like, yeah. I, I'm having him so many drafts. Again, I'm a guy that chases upside every single yeah. time. I'd rather have a player that might be top three than a player I know is going to be top 20. But let's go on from there. Um, We talked about uh, we talked about the Seattle wide receivers. Cortland Sutton's my 19. He's your 20. Um, Calvin Ridley's way down at 19. I have him at 11. You have him at wide receiver 19. That's pretty fucking low. You also have Keenan Allen at 21, which is actually yeah. where his ADP is, and that leaves the salaries to taste in my fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, we I, just talked about this. You like guys that I, are, yeah. you like to take risks, and 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 I'm the opposite. Keenan Allen has <laughs> been is good. Like he's been a top 10 receiver in the league for like what? the past like four or five years. Like Keenan's good at fucking football. Yeah, he has Tyrod Taylor playing the, throwing him the football, but he's still gonna be a part of that offense. Like he's still gonna be good. I think he still has a thousand yards, and he's definitely big enough to be a 
great end zone target, red zone target for Tyrod Taylor. I, so I mean, I like Keenan Allen. You I don't, don't know. You didn't convince me. I'm be honest. Like he, I just think that his best season has already been played in the NFL, and I think that's a fact. Like his best season was when Philip Rivers was throwing for almost 5,000 yards. It's not when Tyrod Taylor and a rookie quarterback and Justin Herbert takes over. Like we know Tyrod Taylor doesn't throw a lot of yards. He's good, but I don't think he's I mean, gonna. Keenan Allen's value is gonna be worse now than it was before. And we're drafting him right at the same spot that we want, like that he was getting drafted at but last year. We're not year. drafting him at the same spot he was. But Keenan Allen, I think he was like wide receiver fifteen Keenan last Allen year. Philip Rivers was way above all these guys. A hundred, like I, I, I'm I was looking, drafted him last I'm year. I'm looking at the ADP right now. Calvin Ridley's at twenty. Keenan Allen's at twenty one. Definitely rather have Calvin Ridley. We already talked about him. Robert Woods nineteen. Rather have him. DK Metcalf, T.Y. Hilton is like the kind of the same kind of guy. Like I'd ra- DJ Chark, Devontae Park. I'd rather have so many more guys than Keenan Allen. But that's neither here nor there. I chase upside. You're a bit safer. One guy that we both agree is going to have a big bounce back year is AJ Green. Man, everybody's everybody I'm not slept on him. him. He's blacklisted, but I have him ranked high. What do you mean he's blacklisted? I, I he was on Explain my heart. Explain that to me. He's fuck. He fucked me. My season, I had him, and every time he fucking goes off, it's against the Ravens. So how about you eat shit, you fucking injured cunt? So you just, yeah, like, you're just not going to draft him. I mean, if I have to, I will, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Well, you got him at and 25, that's, and that's a personal problem. I'm not telling you to not draft him. It's a personal a issue that I have with AJ. <laughs> okay, sounds like we got to get you two in a room so you can talk it out. No. No, no, I wouldn't want to meet an NFL superstar. Fuck he's you. not an NFL superstar. If he was here right maybe now, maybe fucking fourteen. He's not years an NFL ago, superstar. Maybe when it fourteen years ago when he entered the league. <sighs> Man, you're disrespectful. You're disrespectful. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's ranked number twenty two for me. He's ranked number twenty five for you. His ADP is twenty nine. I think he has a huge bounce back year. He's when he was healthy in training camp last year, he was looking amazing, and then he got injured again. We know that's kind of been like his story, but mm-hmm. last time he had a full season, he was good. Like, there's just no question yeah. about it. He had 46 receptions, 694 yards, six touchdowns in nine games. Yeah. That would be that would have been 12, 1300 yards and 12 touchdowns in in a full season. Yeah. So and I don't do you know. believe in Joe Burrow? That that's the real. Is question. Joe Burrow better than AJ- Andy Dalton? Probably. Could be, but I don't know if he is in his. The receivers season. around him are better than they've ever been, and they have the yeah. best running situation. They do have ever a had. really good receiver. They have an underrated receiving. Re- they have sure. an underrated offense in general. Yeah. Like it's rare that a rookie. It's kind of like Daniel Jones last year, where he kind of came into a really good offense as a rookie and produced because of that. That's yeah. kind of what is going on with yeah, uh, with Joe Burrow. Burrow. I love Joe Burrow as a person. I don't know what to think of him as. Player, I think Joe Burrow is a preseason a baller. But you have him at twenty five. You see a baller. But I yeah. have him at twenty two. He's 28, yeah. 80, or whatever. Yeah. 29 ADP. We yeah. already talked about it. Your next guy that we want to talk about. I have Devontae Parker at 23. Oh, sorry. We're at 22. Whatever. T.Y. Hilton is just a guy. That's all I'm going to say about him. He's just a guy. I like him. He's I think good he's at talented. football. He's just injured. He's like, that's he, injury prone. He's got a team with a new quarterback. We don't really know what uh, what that's going to be like. I, I would rather have a lot of players in the same ADP than T.Y. Hilton, but I still have him at 25. You have him at 22. If he can stay healthy, he's going to go off. That's, that's I don't think he's thing. going to go off. I don't think he's going to go off. That's I think he can. Any player can. If I was in the NFL, they threw to me enough. I'd catch a couple times. Especially, man, Phil, I think Philip Rivers is really going to like T.Y. <laughs> he's going to mesh with that guy. You know? um, good friends. Good friends. Just keep on going here. Devontae Park, you have a 23. 24 is Terry McLaren. That's his actual ADP. I have him at 27. I just don't love the Washington Redskins this year. You have no, him right around the ADP. 
he's he's a guy you're taking a risk on, I guess. We won't we, on too much. I just want to touch on one thing. We talked about a pre podcast. What's that? If Alex Smith plays, <laughs> Terry McLaurin's stock goes way up. Alex Smith is not going to play. What do you mean? We just talked about I know this. we just talked about He's this. He's practicing right now, and they're paying him $16 million this year. They would be... Yeah, I, give Dwayne Haskins another year to sit on the bench. No, they're going to play Dwayne Haskins. Why Man. wouldn't they play Dwayne Haskins? Because they have they have Alex Smith on contract for another three is years. Is Alex Smith with a bum leg going to be better than he was before? How, no, how it's the same thing we're talking about. Leg. Like he's not. I'm, I want to chase the upside with Dwayne Haskins being a franchise Dwayne quarterback Haskins than Alex Smith being a, a good quarterback for five more years. Of a fucking person. No, <laughs> Alex Smith is going to be furniture on that team. He's going to be a Smith bench warmer. He's going to give a lot of people water bottles, and he's going to read. He's going to he do a lot of film study for Dwayne Haskins. Patrick Mahomes, but the Washington Football Club. I believe it. I love Alex Smith. I think you think Terry McLaurin's value goes up with Alex Smith. Yes. Okay. He's Mo- the best receiver on that team, and Alex Smith is the best quarterback on that team. <clears throat> Moving forward, <sighs> Julian oh, Edelman. You just don't agree. So you push I don't. Off. Well, I, yeah, no. It's I don't want to waste too much time talking about players that we don't agree on. Terry McLaurin, you have right on the ADP. I have him a little bit lower. Like. I don't know. He's a guy. He, he's worth the risk because he was really good last season. But I would, again, rather have other players around him than him. Um, Jarvis Landry is 26 for you. I have him at 28. His ADP is 25. Again, not really worth talking about. Brandon Cook's at 29 for you, though. Kind of jumps out. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. That's the highest I've ever seen. And that's higher than me. And I have him at 30. So Yeah. And I mean, you're high on him, too. Yeah. To be fair. But I... Brandon Cooks has been good on every... We touched on this. He's one of my uppers. Brandon Cooks has been good on every team he's played for. Yeah, that's true. And he's the he's the number one. He's not going to have as much target share. Like, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods take way more target share than Kenny Stills and Will Fuller will ever take from Brandon Cooks. I'd much rather have Brandon Cooks than Will Fuller, and you're getting him for cheaper than Will Fuller right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, He's got Deshaun Watson throwing him the football. Mm-hmm. Deshaun, Mr. Yeah. Magic extending plays. Brandon Cook's specialty is the deep ball. I just I love him on that offense. I think he, I love him. Yeah, him and uh, him and David Johnson. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool to You're see high David Johnson. Do. I'm excited to yeah, see the running back rankings. They're uh, they're a lot more bold. I feel like because yeah. it, it seems like the rankings are so much more solidified. The first like twenty, but I, I'm a lot higher on players than, yeah. than the rest of the community is. I'm super excited to see Brandon Cooks and David Johnson to see what they can do in the Texans offense. Hollywood Brown is number thirty for you. <laughs> yes, yes, Ravens fan. Yeah, uh, he wasn't healthy all season last year for the full season last year, I should say. Uh, and Lamar progresses a passer. Hopefully, he's gonna. <laughs> but uh yeah no he benefited from touchdowns and he Big only time. had like 500 yards i'm trying to find you he was like the most productive player so that's seven touchdowns existed. seven touchdowns and 584 yards i think he's a great candidate to have a thousand yards this season i, I think he has his breakout season this season i just don't love the offense man i i mean i'm not that much lower on him he's i have him at 32 which is shining right star of a receiver on that offense. But they just don't throw to the receivers though they just don't. I guess they, they have do. to throw to somebody, but I don't know. Again, I've said this like 12 times, but with his ADP, I would rather have other players around him that have higher upsides. I just feel like and Hollywood's upside is limited with the, with the offense he's in right so now. So I think his upside is higher than what most people think it is. Maybe that's because I'm a Ravens fan, but I just think that like he's a very good receiver. He has. I think he has a higher chance to have double-digit touchdowns than he does to have 1,000 yards. I disagree. I think he has. I think he. Has. I, I chase. I chase yards over touchdowns, and I think his value is going to be predicated on touchdowns this season. But let's move on, because yeah. you're 31. Is 
your wide receiver 31 is ADP 11. You have 20 spots lower yeah. than the consensus. Or not, not consensus, just like the public. This isn't expert rankings. This is just ADP rankings. ESPN, yeah. Tell me why you hate DJ Moore so much. Uh, we, again, we've already touched on this, but man, I just, I hate Carolina's situation. Yeah, yeah I'm with you, man. Teddy Bridgewater, new coaching staff. Just everything surrounding that other than other than Christian McCaffrey is just scares me. Yeah. And then you add in you add in target share with Curtis Samuel and you add in target share with again Christian McCaffrey, you add in target share with Robbie Anderson. Yeah. DJ Moore just doesn't strike me as somebody who's gonna do fantastic this year. Everyone has him so high. Like, yeah, he's a good player, but his situation is shit. Yeah, I think I think it's he's awful. a talented player, but I think the situation I can't believe he's I just I'm trying to play devil's advocate because I have I don't even have him as low as you. I have him at 21. So yeah. I still have him fucking 10 spots higher, but yeah. I'm still 10 spots away from the ADP. And I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around why he's going as wide receiver 11. I, I do just want to say this real quick. I didn't know this until I started until I started studying a bit more for this episode. But I said that his season is going to look a lot like OBJ's season last season mm-hmm. and just a little bit worse. And I have him ranked at 31. Where do you think OBJ finished in the wide receiver rankings last year? Our points per Directly game basis? on 31. Really? That's overall. Yeah. So wow. I, I didn't realize that until I did. So you ranked him right where you wanted this. to. The right where I have him is right where I want him to have right where I want to have him. Yeah. I just I don't get why people are so high on this guy. He had a great he had a good season last year. He didn't have a great season. I know. I, I think the idea that he has a big jump this season is unlikely. I'm not drafting him. He's on a no draft list. I can't believe ESPN has him so high. Let's move on. But yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Stefan Diggs, man. I another guy that we're not. You know what, man? Him. I'm actually gonna have I'm gonna rip the I'm gonna rip the bong for Stefan. I'm gonna rip the bong <laughs> for Stefan. Cause he, you know what, he really needed to get traded. He was in a bad situation in Minnesota. They weren't giving him the targets he deserves. Cause you know what? He does deserve targets. He's a great player. So they traded him to probably one of three teams that has a worse situation for wide receivers than Minnesota did. Yeah. He's on the Buffalo Bills now, and I'm gonna take a bong rip to his career. Yeah. So on the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen threw for a little over 50% completion percentage on his passes last year. A little. A little. 50. He was the worst quarterback yeah. by far in completion percentage wise. Yeah. And he and let's just say this, he made the top 100 <laughs> and Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz didn't. Ridiculous. So fucking ridiculous. Fuck you, Carson Wentz. I'm not going to lie that Josh Allen's a good deep ball thrower, but that's not like Stefan Diggs was forced to be a deep ball receiver in Minnesota because they had Adam Thielen running the under routes and it was kind of taking a lot of targets from him. Yeah. Stefan Diggs can run a full route tree for sure. He needed to go to a team where they were going to get him to run a full route tree, yeah. not a team where they're going to get him to run nines a lot. That's what, that's what he's going to be. He's going to be the same guy he was in Minnesota for a shittier quarterback and a team that's going to be shittier all around, like just in general. Yeah. I don't. I hate. I hate the move. If I was Stefan, I'd be pissed. Plus, he went from living in Minnesota to Buffalo. This guy has yet to live in a nice fucking NFL city. <laughs> like Jesus off. Christ, freezing his nuts off everywhere he fucking goes. I mean, good fan base, but yeah, shit place to live. Yeah, I. I yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, I like Buffalo's fan base, and I'm a New England fan. Like, I I respect Mafia, it, baby. but. I wouldn't want to live there, that's for sure. Yeah. So, Stefan Diggs, we're both low on. You got him at 32. I got him at 31. Yeah, ADP is 26. There's, also, there's something to say. John Brown didn't have an irrelevant season last year. 
Uh, yeah, so, you're right. John Brown had more targets than yeah. Stephon Diggs did have yeah. last season. And he had over a thousand yards. It it it's going to be interesting to see how Josh Allen works and progresses. But if he doesn't progress, what's going to happen? Exactly. You know? And one last thing, I, man, I feel like I'm talking about Stephon Diggs for way longer than I wanted to. One last thing about Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is a better receiver than John Brown, but they're going to make Stephon Diggs into a deep ball receiver, and John Brown might be a better deep ball receiver than Stephon Diggs is. That's possible. Like, yeah. John Brown and only does one good thing, but he might do that thing better than Stephon Diggs. Yeah, it's not a good, it's like, not a good yeah, situation. it's not a good situation. I, I think John Brown has a good candidate, like, he's a good candidate to kind of do what Jarvis did last season, where OBJ yeah. came in, and he took all the defensive attention, and then Jarvis just went off. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah, right? so, yeah, I think that too. Yeah. Can move forward. I got Hollywood Brown at 32. We already chatted about him. I got Michael Gallup at 33. You got him at 34. Yeah. ADP's 31, so we're right around. CD you know, Lamb scares me, but yeah. I love CD and Lamb. Michael, yeah, I will do too. I'm trying to get as much stock in Dallas's offense as I can. Remember how yeah. everybody was super excited about um, the Kansas City Chiefs offense last season? Yeah. And Matthew Barry, Matthew fucking Barry, was like, I'm trying to get as many stock Old in the trick. Chiefs offense as I can. And we were all like, yeah, let's get Sammy Watkins and Michael Hardman. And uh, Damian Williams is going to be amazing. Like, we were trying to get as much of the fucking Chiefs offense Damian as we could Williams. because we knew Patrick Mahomes was amazing. <laughs> That's how I feel about Dallas this year. I'm trying yeah. to get as much stock in Dallas as I can because I think Dak is going to have the best year of his season. The running game is the running game. The receivers are going to be... the best receiving core in the NFL. It's going to be a good season. Yeah. I like Michael Gap and CeeDee Lamb. I'm talking about CeeDee Lamb after. I want to talk about Sterling Shepard though real quick. I think he's being valued way too low. I have him at 34. I don't even know. Can you scroll down, Isaiah? I don't even know what his ADP is. I don't even think it's in the top four. It's number 40. Dude, this guy's a baller. He just couldn't stay on the field last year. It was all injuries, man. I don't know why. Like, I'd rather have Sterling Shepard than Jamison Crowder. Like, all these guys that are getting drafted ahead of him. Daniel Jones is going to have a huge leap, probably. I mean... Even if he plays as good as he did last season and Sterling Shepard's there all year, he's probably the number one wide receiver. I fucking love the kid. Yeah. The one thing that I just don't, I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be throwing that much. And I think I, I'm big on, I like Darius Slayton as the number one wide receiver in that offense right now. Really? Yes. Uh, just like his targets last year. Oh yeah, you got Darius yeah. Slayton at 36. Yeah, Fuck I'm at 36. That. We're jumping a little ahead here, but like. That's fine. I mean, the um, guys in between are Will Fuller, yeah, Gallup. Yeah, touchdowns last year. Uh, 740 yards and he played 14 games and then on top of having him there there's Evan Ingram which also takes target shares yeah and Saquon Barkley is not irrelevant in the passing game we all know this so I just again what yeah. we were talking about before you're safe yeah. I'm a lot more risky I guess I don't know I, I, think I would in this case I'm actually a little riskier drafting Darius Slayton he's a little more unproven than Sterling but yeah Sorry, I don't. I don't mean to interrupt you there. No, that's, that's what fine. scares you. That's what scares me about Sterling, and that's why I don't have him. I don't even have him in my top forty. That's wild. All right, just to quickly finish out the list because we're going to talk about the rookie wide receivers in a second because I think that they kind of need their own segment this year. Um, thirty four is Sterling Shepard for me. Thirty five is Tyler Boyd. Thirty six is Ceedee Lamb. Thirty seven Will Fuller. Thirty eight Marvin Jones. Thirty nine Jerry Judy. And forty is Darius Slayton. So like like you were saying, like you were talking them up. I still have them higher than the ADP. I still think Darius Slayton is a value this year because the New York Giants offense is a value. Um, I just don't have them higher than Sterling Shepard. I think that's wild. And then um, what's just finish off your list for us here? I don't even remember oh, where we sorry, left where off for we, you. Uh... I'd say you left off with Stefan Diggs at thirty two. Okay, so I got uh, at thirty three. I got Will Fuller, good player, injured all the fucking time. Thirty four. I got Michael Gallup. Uh, Again, coming off a great season, but C.D. Lamb is coming, and I think C.D. Lamb is going to affect him a lot. But they could all have 1,000-yard seasons, so 
that's what I might need to bite the bullet on. Yeah. Tyler Boyd had, I think, really underrated player right now. Um, we were just talking about how we think that Joe Burrow offense might be good. Yeah, I have yeah. him at 35 too. We both have him higher than ADP, I think. Yeah, Tyler Boyd is, or is scroll up, underrated. Is well, ADP's 30. We have oh, yeah. lower than so ADP. We're, we're, I guess we're, we're the assholes. Yeah. So never fucking mind. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> uh, 36, we talked about this. Darius Slayton coming off a good season with a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Marvin's Jones, Marvin Jones Jr. You cannot say that name right anytime you ever know, say it. I, Marvin's every, Jones Jr. Marvin's Jones Jr. Marvin's Boom. Jones Jr. Nailed it. <laughs> um, it's three different plural it just people. Seems that's whenever Marvin, he's that's not, Jones, and that's Jr.'s. Whenever he's not... Whenever Matt Stafford isn't aiming for Kenny Galladay, it's Marvin. Yeah, someone else has to get the targets. And I'm, his touchdowns are unbelievable. Nine touchdowns last season. One thing with Marvin Jones Jr. is he plays so good to start every season. Like, every year he has a touchdown on the opening day, I think. It's like with clockwork. But I'm, I, I, that being said, I don't want him on my team. I'd rather have guys with high upsides. Yeah, I agree. I'm not huge on drafting him, but I think there's... Jamison Crowder, you have at 38, I think has value too. I have him lower than my top 40, but... Another He's going to be the number one like receiver on Sam Darnold's like offense. An under the carpet kind of season, yeah. But like a good season. Like again, I, again, yeah. I keep on saying this because we're talking about these veterans, but I don't want a veteran that I know is going to have 800 yards and six touchdowns for sure. I'd rather have the wide receiver that has a 20 percent chance of having 1,210. You know, I want yeah. the guys that like like Jerry Judy, like these rookie wide receivers. I'd rather have a rookie than Jamison Crowder because I don't know what the rookie wide receiver is yet, you know, but I know what Jamison Crowder yeah. is. And we and I had this conversation with Aaron. I, I, I'd rather have rookies than these guys. I just can't bring myself to rank, rank them, them higher, higher, if that yeah. makes sense. You want to try to be more accurate? Yeah, um, yeah you're 39 is Jerry Judy and then 40 is Deontay Johnson. Yeah. All right, so um, those are our top 40 wide receivers. Obviously, I mean, if you can keep up with that, we're going to try and post it somewhere. Um uh, that being said, I guess it's a good time to, to plug. I just made an Instagram account for fourth and wrong. It's just fourth dot wrong. A couple of the people already had the name. Let's hope that doesn't become an issue. Um, we made a YouTube account. We're going to try and figure out uh, how many... We haven't posted episode one at this point right now. So I don't know what to promote on episode yeah. two. I don't know if we're going to be on Spotify, if we're going to be on YouTube yet. Hopefully I'm hoping everything. we're on podcast. Like yeah. I don't know what exactly to, to, to promote right now. We're definitely going to be on something. Um... All those social media has been uh, has been up now, and I'm gonna try and uh, post some sort of place to put all all of our rankings on it, so you can see our top 40 after we've recorded the episode. You can see, you know, when when stuff moves around, because obviously this is a living list. Like yeah. stuff is gonna change as training camp comes out. We waited until today to do it to see if anybody opted out of COVID. Nobody opted the season because of COVID. Nobody did today. Of note, the only people were Damian Williams, and we'll talk about the running backs next week. Um, other than that, I don't think there was any big yeah. offensive COVID yeah. opt-outs. And just a quick little thing. We're pre-recording this podcast because Aaron has some wifely duties to go take Whoa. care of. Whoa. He's got to go see his dad with his girlfriend. Yeah, see, my family, with just because I'm going with my girlfriend, I'm a bitch or something. The way it comes out of your mouth makes me feel like a cock. <laughs> isn't she the one that's whipped because i'm she's going to my family yeah you're right you're both whipped fuck whatever uh, <laughs> but yeah no he's Ow. going on vacation oh. so we're pre-recording this if anything happens i'll just do a little edit and yeah throw it in somewhere on the end or something like that yeah we're probably recording this like a week or so before it's actually gonna get listened to so hopefully we're not too wrong on anything serious we're gonna quickly go over uh some sleepers I don't want to hear a bunch of stats or anything. Just tell me, tell me some sleepers that you're kind of looking out for this year. Uh, I'm looking to another vet. I like my vets. Emmanuel Sanders going on to Yuck. the Saints. Man, everyone said that coming off of an injury for the Broncos, but then he fucking balled out. He got traded to the Niners. Yeah, 
Cortland Sutton was there. It kind of took a little bit away from him, but he's going to play with oh, Drew Brees. You said he got traded to the Niners, and then you said Cortland Sutton was there. Yeah, Cortland Cort- Sutton was on the Broncos, so he got traded. He took away from him on Broncos. Sorry. I see. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to make sure you don't sound like um, an idiot in front of the public here. <laughs> yeah, and then he went to San Francisco. He did okay, but he also had Jimmy Garoppolo throwing them the football. I mean, their offense wasn't designed around Yeah, exactly. Either. He also lost them the Super Bowl. And fine. there's something to be said about every defensive player playing against the Saints is going to be on Mike Tom. Mike, on Mike Thomas? Thomas. Do you so, want to speak English? Uh, fucking, <laughs> it's hot in here, man. It's getting hot in here. So let's draft Emmanuel Sanders. Friends have just showed up to our home. Okay. <laughs> um, and I, then my next guy is John Brown. But Right. We already kind of talked about why he has value. Yeah, exactly. So He fits Josh Allen. Kind of the same than... situation as Emmanuel Sanders. Like in the fact that he like a lot of defensive attention is taken away from him. <gasps> my, yeah. Okay. Everything that I was saying before applies here. Right? Like Emmanuel Sanders. I just, especially with a sleeper pick, somebody that I'm picking with my last one, two, th- my last pick or my second last pick or my third last pick, like I'm not going to pick a guy that might have like 860 touchdowns. That'd be a good season for Emmanuel this year. Obviously his best season is behind him. Just like what we were saying with Keenan Allen, Emmanuel Sanders, his best season is definitely behind him. I'd rather have a guy that might have his best season this year, you know? And then John Brown, I, I agree. I like John Brown as a sleeper this year too, for sure. I'm getting him on a couple of teams. As I said that though, I got to eat my words a little bit because my first sleeper is uh, is actually a veteran as well. And it's going to, people aren't going to like this, honestly. And it hurts me to even say it because we he's largely considered a bust in the NFL. I like Sammy Watkins, man. Everybody was trying to get Chiefs players last year because they thought, oh, he had 50 touchdowns the year before. Patty had 50 touchdowns the year before. I'm trying to get as much of stock in Chiefs offense as possible. I'm back on that train. I don't know why we stopped getting off of that. Patrick Mahomes still rocks and Andy Reid's still sick. I want as much of the Chiefs offense as I can get and I'll take Sammy Watkins. I got him. Like you get him for like the last pick. Maybe he has like eight touchdowns, you know? Someone's got to catch touchdowns besides Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I don't know. I like Sammy Watkins. I think he's better than Miko Hardman and he's talented. Like we've already seen him be talented in the NFL. He just isn't as good as the first round value that he had before. Yeah, I think he's just been fucked by the teams he's been on. A little bit, man. My other guy, another kind of... Which is funny to say about Kansas, but yeah. well, He's fucked by the players who are around him. He's he's got so much talent around him. He's been injured a couple times, too. So if he has a full season, I think he he wildly outperforms ADP. And another guy I really like, that used to actually be on your Ravens, but he was terrible when he was there. Yeah. Rashad Perryman. He, we, had a, we had a little argument about who's going to get this guy, by the way. Bro, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I forgot about it. We were literally, I was I was talking to him. We were planning this out uh, two nights ago, planning out the podcast. I'm, like, I'm going to talk about this guy. I really like Bashar. I, I was about to say I really like him, and I was pulling him up. And I was writing him into my notes, and Aiden's like, you know who I want? And I, I, in the back of my head, I'm like, if he says this, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take Bashad Perryman. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? No, no. He's my fucking sleeper. I'm big on Bashad Perryman. You're big on Bashad Perryman. Yeah. He balled like out when uh, sure. when Godwin and Evans were gone. Um, he's yeah. talented. He's super big and like athletic and like raw. He's just been every year he goes to a new team. Team likes him. They're like, oh, maybe we can develop him. He kind of developed in in Tampa Bay, and you know the Jets don't really have that many pass yeah, catchers. Exactly, it's wide open for who can be the wide receiver one in that offense, mm-hmm. and he's a good candidate to take that role. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I love Rashad Perriman. Moving forward from that, the, another quick segment we got. 
These are hard pill to swallow candidates. What we're going to call them are hard pills once the season starts. We've all taken a hard pill. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? Unless uh, the cops are listening. <laughs> yeah, if you're a nerd, get the fuck off here. But if you like fantasy football, you can stay. Um, tough topic right now, so we're going to move forward. Uh, who, 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 are your hard, who are your not hard pills? Because if the season hasn't started, they're not actually hard pills yet. But who are your hard pill candidates? These are players that we're worried about being wrong on. So they so, can either be players that you're super high on and they might not perform or players are super low on that might overperform. So somebody that I'm super low on, obviously it's no secret that I hate DJ Moore. I hate DJ but Moore. Maybe, maybe I hate DJ seeing, Moore. Yeah, maybe somebody's seeing something that I don't and maybe he has an amazing season, but I don't think he will. But if he does, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. That'd be a hard pill to swallow. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I might be I'm worried about being wrong with him too. Yeah. Uh, a guy I'm pretty high on that might disappoint Cooper Cup. <laughs> like yeah. it's definitely a possibility that he could disappoint me. Like I, I, I just love him though. Like, little white boy, little white boy out there running around. Yeah, there's not a is, lot of know? white boys doing it for us anymore. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? You, I was saying this the other day, and I don't know if this is like a weird like race relations thing to talk about. There are no white running backs in the NFL except the number one one. Like, what are the odds? Of the only white running back is the number one pick in fantasy football, pretty much unanimously. Pretty unlikely. Yeah. Every other running back is of color besides Christian McCaffrey, and he's just like the best one theoretically. You know what I mean? I didn't even think. Yeah, uh, to it's be pretty fair, fucked up. I can't think of another think white running, running back. In the NFL. Whatever. I know. Yeah. I put quotations around best running back. He's not the most talented. Yeah. I don't know, but he's the best fantasy running back at least to most. Last and he's white. Yeah. <laughs> well, name another white running back. Oh wait, actually, think about it for. I'll give you five seconds. The, what, the only one that comes to mind is Danny Woodhead. He doesn't play anymore. <laughs> he doesn't. He hasn't played in like two seasons. He was a baller too. Oh, uh, Rex Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead for the Pats. Yeah, I guess. But he's, but he's like, who fucking cares? I do that guy. Yeah, I care exactly. Who the fuck? I cares? care about Rex. <laughs> it's okay, Rex. I like you still. Um, my tough pills to swallow. Juju Smith Schuster. I got him super low. I don't like him at all. I met him. <laughs> uh, a I, brick. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about being wrong on him because I have, I'm so low on him. I, nothing else really to say about it. I'm low on him. He could go really well. I just hope he doesn't. Like a piece of me, not even because I have him ranked so low. I just like I don't know. Piece of me just doesn't want him to perform well. Maybe I'm a dick. Yeah, that, I I got that too. He's a Steelers player. And then a guy that I'm really high on that I'm super worried about. I was gonna say Calvin Ridley, but there's a lot of the fantasy community that's high on him. Maybe not as high as I am on him. But there's definitely a lot of the fantasy community that's high on him. A guy that's n- not as unanimously high is Devontae Parker. I have him higher than anybody I've seen in any rankings. I think he's amazing talent that's not giving enough credit, but his situation's the same kind of as it's always been. Maybe last year was just a flash in the pan. I don't know if that's a saying, flash in the pan. Maybe last yeah. year was a fluke, whatever. I just, I'm worried about being wrong with Devontae Parker. I hope not. I know, I mean, too. I love the guy. As soon as he um, talks shit to Michael Thomas, I fucking... Well, he was right. Michael Thomas said, oh, I, I'm yeah. the best... I don't remember what he said, but he's swinging his dick around. And Devontae Parker's like, buddy, if anybody had that many fucking targets, they would be the number one wide receiver. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, even, is, even Devontae Parker. This is a good time to tell this. I fucking... Uh, Michael Thomas is my number one wide receiver pick. I do not like Michael Thomas. Just what he is as a person. He I seems kind of conceited. Yeah. yeah. Like, just get... Buddy, you're getting fucking... You caught 149 passage. Yeah, you almost got thrown to 200 fucking times. Yeah, like, I don't remember what the stat is, but he was like... He's, I think it's 182 or something like that. He, he has 60 year. more targets than the next receiver, though, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking... It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. I don't know if it's that yeah. high, but yeah, it's... Man, anybody who's catching... It it's, his number is 185 for targets. 
anybody getting thrown that much? You're fucking running slot roads, buddy. Chill out. You're fucking running you know? slot roads, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, Michael Thomas is the best fantasy wide receiver. He's not the most talented wide receiver. I don't even. I don't think I have him in my top five skill wise. That's uh, whatever. That's a different argument. It's not really fantasy relevant. Yeah. Let's go. Let's talk about our rookie wide receivers real quickly because we actually got in an argument earlier today when we were planning out, uh, planning out the podcast. Yeah. You said to me that there are only three rookie wide receivers that you're drafting. Yes. I said, I, I clarify, I said, you think there's only three wide receivers that have value? You said, no, I think that a lot of them have value, but there's only three wide receivers that I'm actually drafting. Yes. There's seven that I would be willing to draft. So you said that you are, I'm, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. So you tell me the three that you like. So the three that I like this year, I got number one, I love Jerry Judy's situation. I love Drew Locke. I love what they're doing in Denver. So I, I really think that Jerry Judy is going to be the best of the rookies this year as far as wide receivers go. Uh, my, I also love Henry Ruggs. He's going into an offense where he's going to be the number one wide receiver. It's just a question of like, what the fuck does that mean? What, what does the, the number one wide receiver in Oakland mean? Yeah, exactly. What yeah. the fuck are the Raiders going to do this season? I love right? John like, Gruden, but I don't love this situation. There. Yeah, Derek Carr. I, I don't love John Gruden. So I, yeah. yeah. But why do we have Henry Ruggs number two though? So tell me who their starting quarterback is right now you can't it's Derek Carr or Marcus Mariota yeah he said but you can't tell me who's starting probably like, it's Derek such Carr. a question mark. actually I, I think John I'm pretty sure John Gruden has like always historically been super fucking high on Marcus Mariota I'm pretty sure that's yeah. a thing so he might even become exactly a could you, you just, imagine that I can't you just even. said Derek Carr and it's now you're, you can't tell me who's starting I know right? yeah, so yeah, yeah you're right, it's you're a right. bit there's a big question mark surrounding the entire Raiders why, okay team. then why do you have if you're you're saying all these negative things about Henry Ruggs how would because you know he's going to be the number one wide receiver on that team and that and I like that but it's the number one wide and rec- the number one wide receiver on the Raiders last year Tyrell Williams was very fantasy relevant very is definitely in quotations. He was fast. He had a few bad. I think he had like 800 yards and a lot of touchdowns. I he just was like I, six games back. I don't. Back I, I still think times. that the third wide receiver on six, Dallas right, has more value than the number one wide receiver on Las Vegas. See, that sounded the, weird to say Las Vegas. I met. Yeah, I just don't know what CD Lamb's gonna do. Henry Ruggs is in a better situation than CD Lamb is because of. The, I don't know if that's true. I don't I know if that's true. For rookie wide receivers, I would rather a rookie wide receiver go to a team where they're not the number one target so that they can develop with not the number one defensive. Like, they're not going to get defensive attention every week, you know? I have C.D. Lamb number one. We're, 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 we differ on this yeah. big time. I have C.D. Lamb number one wide receiver, rookie wide receiver. Yeah. The reason we're doing... For starters, I think this year's rookie wide receiver class has the chance to go down as one of the best ever. Ever. If yeah. it wasn't for COVID-19, all of these guys would be ranked a lot higher on all of our fucking drafts and pre- all of our rankings or whatever. I'm pretty sure. It's just that COVID-19 and, and a rookie, like COVID-19 scares me less for rookie running backs. Kind of just get the ball and run through this yeah. gap sort of thing. It's more if your vision's good. For receivers, they have to learn a lot more of a playbook. Um, yeah. I still like CeeDee Lamb a lot and I like Jerry Judy a lot. I like Justin Jefferson a lot. And then when it comes to the last couple of... I like Justin Jefferson more than I like Henry Ruggs as well, just to keep on harping on this. I, just, I think that uh, like going back to like the Henry Ruggs, C.D. Lamb thing, Henry Ruggs is a speed guy. Yeah. So his development coming into the NFL, having to run, like having to learn playbooks, he's not running every route. He's running the deep routes. So his route tree is a have, lot yeah, simpler that's true. His than C.D. Lamb's, right? So he... I think COVID affects Henry Ruggs less than it does CD. But Gruden has a traditionally difficult playbook. 
tradition like he's yeah, like very hard to understand playbook. spider two y banana all that jazz difficult playbook but not for a deep ball wide receiver not for a deep ball rookie wide receiver i don't think you know what i mean like yeah he's a speed guy that's what he henry ruggs is a speed guy that's what he is i think cd lamb is a more complicated route um in this offense but that being said cd lamb was my favorite rook he was my favorite player in this entire draft i just think he's affected by what he's surrounded by uh, fair enough I, I think that the rookie wide receivers have so much value this year, even with COVID. I, I'm trying. I know that there's – I think there's seven that have value. Obviously, there's CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy, Justin Jefferson, and Henry Ruggs. I think that those are obvious, those top four. Other than that, though, I got Michael Pittman Jr., Brandon Ayuk, and Jalen Ragor in that order. Yeah. I like all of them with, like, the last or second last picking in draft. I like lottery tickets. I think that – Two of these seven guys are going to be fantasy team, like fantasy year winners, season long winners. I don't know which one it is. CD Lamb, I think, is the number one option because he's he's not the number one option on his team. The offense is loaded. I think he's going to score a lot of touchdowns. Jerry Judy has a chance to have a lot of yards. I think Justin Jefferson plays out of the slot. That's that's become a very valuable position in fantasy football over the last little bit. Henry Ruggs is a speed guy, number one receiver. Michael Pittman Jr. was super talented in uh, in college, man. He had uh, 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns, and 101 receptions in 13 games last year. Like, he's a good player. He's better than Brandon Ayuk. Well, Brandon Ayuk had 1,200 yards and eight. Like, they were all good players in college. They're all if, – if it was any other year, all of those seven wide receivers would have went in the first round. Yeah. But because there's so many – it's so stacked. Like, CeeDee Lamb was amazing, and he was, what, the fourth one taken? I think it says something that – it says him that he's not the number one wide receiver. I want to get as many of these rookie wide receivers as I can because I think they're lottery tickets and one of them is going to win me win me the season, win me the year. And if they don't, then I can drop them. It's whatever. I'm trying to get a lot of these lottery tickets. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, our entire argument, honestly, was just like, we just have a difference of opinion. And I think that you should, and my draft style is that I think you should draft people who are like safe. They've done it before. You're drafting. You can pick up these guys. I think these a lot of these guys are going to be available on the waiver wire. Yeah, it's true. So, as, as, like, especially, I think our argument actually started with Jalen Rager. I like, I just, I hate, I hate yeah, okay, but picking can't... people out of the Eagles' offense, and that's not even like, like, it's not even d- disdain for the Eagles' offense. It's just like the Eagles is one of those teams that you don't really aim to have players from. True, but I, when it's the last pick in my draft. What I'm saying with Jalen, you said that you can get all of these guys off of the waiver wire, which yeah. is true before the season starts. But if Jalen Ragor, because he's the number one wide receiver in Philadelphia, more likely than not, because like I said before, Deshaun Jackson doesn't really like dudes. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, he's going, like, if he's the number one receiver and he gets, like, I don't know, 80 yards and two touchdowns by accident, he's going to get picked up a lot and he, you no longer can get him anymore. Like, you he's the lottery that. ticket that you maybe want for week one, week two. Like, you're not going to drop him right away. I mean, you'd think that. But, like, even going back to last year, I picked up A.J. Brown in, like, the eighth week or something like that. It was, like, it was crazy. Yeah, I picked up different. Terry McLaurin in, like, the fourth week. Like, yeah, I don't know. I want lottery tickets. I, I can appreciate where you're coming from. I, I just don't share the same view. You, yeah, you draft floors and I draft mm-hmm. ceilings. That's kind yeah. of how it's always been. You won. And I think that shows. I, I came first in the, like, I was number one going into the playoffs. I had the best team, best record. I think I only lost one week. You won the championship, however, from the sixth seed. We talked about it last time. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I just realized we also, because we were talking about wide receivers and we kind of glazed over Hollywood Brown, we didn't really give you guys a chance to have a like a Lamar Jackson moment this oh, episode. Oh, man. The best player in the league. I'll give you guys 10 seconds. Just, I don't know. Talk him up or so something. Whoop. So whoop. 
the best player in the league. Uh, yeah, let's just, he's going to throw to Hollywood Brown a lot, yeah, and they're, they're going to have a lot of touchdowns, maybe even more touchdowns than they had last year. You know, I like Lamar Jackson. Best player. I love Lamar Jackson. You can't predict, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so that's pretty much all we had for like content wise. Um, I just had a quick little note here that I thought I'd run by you. Who who do you think would be the best wide receiver not in the NFL? Like that doesn't play football, basically. What athlete? Oh, I see what you're saying. I, okay. I had LeBron James in brackets because that's everybody's first thought, I think. So he doesn't count. Okay, it's gotta be someone that's not LeBron James. They can play any other sport oh, man. besides you're football. Me off guard here. And who I know. And who and who would be the best wide receiver? Man. Isaiah, oh, you're in this gym. Oh, man. Like, it has to be a basketball guy, I feel like, because, like, they just fit the wide receivers so well. It could definitely be um, a baseball player, maybe. I don't know. You know who I think, and this this hurts me to say, because I hate him so very much. There's there's two people that I absolutely hate, absolutely hate, and they're both athletes. You're going to say Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah. My number one is Tom Brady. <laughs> I hate Tom Brady. My number two is Russell Westbrook. Could you imagine? He would just be bodying. Cuts. I think he'd be a better safety. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. He'd be a better think, defensive player. I think he'd player. just be a good slot. I think he'd just be like a little fucking bowling ball. Pretty fast out there. Not afraid to get hit. A slot. Just, yeah. I mean, this in the slot receiver. I, can, I guess I yeah. could see that. What, what, do you have any you have any thoughts? Who would be? You got nothing. You couldn't think of one guy. He doesn't know no. basketball guys. It doesn't have to be problem. basketball. Yeah, you only really watch football, I guess. Yeah, like I'm not like that. Anthony Davis is an interesting. Oh, he'd be a tight end. He'd be like a tight end. Yeah, he'd be more like a tight end. Um, Alex um, Caruso, done. The Caruso. Wes Wilker coming in hot. What? Okay. <laughs> Remember, you know the Canadian sprinter? He's got like a French name. It's like, uh, fuck, I can't Google him. Google him. You're on, you're on the keys there. He's, he's the next Tyrese. I'm like, yo, you know that Canadian sprinter? And Isaiah looks up like the answer is going to be on the tiles on the roof instead of on the Google machine. Um, I can't remember his name. It's like DeGrasse or something like that. He'd be probably a good little wide receiver. I was trying to think of a non-basketball player. Tyson DeGrasse. See, you know, I, only, DeGrasse Tyson. I really only watch the NFL and the NBA. Those are the only two. Those are definitely my two favorite I guess sports. the UFC too. Oh, UFC. This kind of, might be a good John Jones, UFC. maybe. John Jones, a receiver. I mean, his brother is a defensive end. So yeah. I don't know if he'd be a receiver. Canadian sprinter. Yeah, it's perfect. Google, that'll come up. You see, Andre DeGrasse. Yeah, he might be like a little good speed guy, you know? Like a Marquise Goodwin, Tyreek Hill type of dude. What's, well, what's, his, they're both sprinters. what's his weight and height? I don't know. It doesn't matter, bro. I think football, more than most sports, more than most sports, your size matters not that much. As, as weird as that is to say, people like they're outliers, but I disagree. There's with a that. lot, there's, though. There's a lot of undersized quarterbacks, there's a lot of undersized, oversized, yeah, but there's receivers. Not a lot of, like, as far as like put it this oversized, way, Tyreek Hill and Mike Evans play the same position. Do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. it, you can find a way but to Tyree succeed Hill in your still take a hit, you know what I mean? Like, there's no he's there's tiny, no, though. There's no Kevin Durant's, there's no like slim snipers in the NFL, you know what I mean. I, there might be if you think about it for a second. I'm not saying that you don't all have to be strong. I'm just saying like you yeah. don't necessarily like your your height and weight. Like Darren Sproles is like five six. <laughs> yeah, Look at Hunter Renfro. Like that guy's Murray. not strong at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter nice in football. There's guys, there's but... like I feel like there's a spot for everybody. You know, that's the beautiful thing about football, man. There's a spot. It's five for nine, one hundred and fifty four. Oh, uh, maybe not then, hey? Yeah. <laughs> he could be like a little wide receiver, like a little slotty. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's good. His legs. His I don't legs. think his legs withstand 
half a hit in the NFL. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Isaiah, what are we at right now? Oh wow, we've gone a little. We've gone about the same amount we went yeah. last week. I guess this is not bad. It'd be like between an hour and fifteen, hour and a half every episode. It sounds yeah, good. Not bad. You know, we're just talking the shit at the end here. Who who do you think is gonna win the Super Bowl next year? Baltimore Ravens, baby. Let's go. Actually, if you were to put money on, oh, if I were to put money as soon on as I said put money on it, I just yes. got a flashback of something, and it's gonna. I don't know if we talked about this last week. Did we talk about this last week? I think. I think we. Maybe. I don't remember we talked about. Okay, so last year, remember how earlier in this episode I said I wish I could bet right now but i can't bet on bet 365 because my canadian bank account doesn't align with online gambling like i called them and said yo can you unlock my bank account so i can use my debit card with bet 365 no actually sorry a td doesn't align with online gambling i'm like okay that's fucked up if i want to gamble my own money let me gamble my own money what what the fuck anyways yeah i like gambling Aiden had the same problem because neither of us have a credit card because we're irresponsible. Aiden had the same, both of us unemployed right now. Aiden had the same problem. He couldn't bet. And before the season started, he said to me, he's like, I'm going to put $100 on Lamar Jackson to win MVP. And I said, what drugs have you been smoking, snorting, or inhaling? This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, man. I, I know it's like, I know it's like a far fetched thing, but I just think there's a chance, man. Like he's really good rusher. He's gonna yeah. progress as a passer. And I was like, man, you are like so <laughs> far off the deep end. Yeah. What <laughs> wins the unanimous MVP for the yeah. first time ever? Has anybody ever won unanimously? Tom Brady. Tom Brady did when he oh when he threw a hundred thousand touchdowns. Twenty ten. Yeah. That's not even the year. The year. Oh, but that I'm yeah. Sure that's a good, that was the year without Randy Moss. Um, um, I think yeah, Randy Moss probably got a few votes away from him. No, that was I'm saying that's not the year he had Randy Moss. He oh, had okay, a, yeah. he had a big year Sorry. without Randy Moss. So yeah, no, I was the original bet was I was going to put twenty five dollars US on Lamar Jackson, which would have returned how much? Uh, I believe the number was somewhere in the neighborhood of like twenty one fifty, <laughs> somewhere around there twenty one hundred fifty dollars. If I would have put a hundred dollars. Let's just do the math on that real quick. About eighty five hundred bucks. Like what the fuck? And let me just give a quick shout out to fuck you, RBC, you <laughs> pieces of shit. Let me gamble with my fucking money. Yeah, I don't know why. I I, I love how I, we just we just went on a rant about how we can't have credit cards because we're irresponsible, <laughs> and now we just want to use our bank accounts to gamble, and they won't let us. Let me <laughs> let me gamble my stimmy, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> just hey Justin yeah, Tr- no. Justin Trudeau gave me $2,000 the last couple months here and I've used it all make no mistake I've used it all on legal weed so giving it back to Justin <laughs> and if I could have I would have spent the rest on Bet365 Korean yeah. baseball <laughs> <laughs> the other, it was like one in the morning the other night and it was, this was like right beginning of quarantine like I, I think it was May I'm like, yo, there's baseball on right now. And Aiden's like, I fucking hate baseball. I'm like, yeah, me too. Let's watch it. And we go to bring it up and we were re-reminded all over again that we can't use Bet365 because we're like, we got to bet on fucking the Shaolin Tigers or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, man. Yeah, the Korean team, the Shaolin Tigers. The Shaolin Tigers. All right. So we're coming to the end of this podcast. I just want to remind everybody that we recorded this um not sure how far in advance it was either one week or one week and a half or two between seven and 14 days before it's actually getting released so if anything's changed you know give us a fucking break man i gotta go visit my family i gotta take a load off i haven't worked in four months i need a vacation i'm going to visit my going to visit my family on the farm and then i'm going to uh to bc for a couple nights so should be fun are you gonna miss me man 
Not at all. I'm gonna fuck so many bitches in this empty no, house. Not. I'm he's so excited. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're just gonna have tea. And you watch might movies. fuck one bitch. No, guaranteed four. Guarantee me four this weekend. All right, over under, over under two and a half. I got the under <laughs> okay. for a weekend. How much? <laughs> oh, for one weekend. There's a better chance I fuck two girls than you do this weekend. Oh, is there? <laughs> and we're back. We had to cut something out <laughs> because um, Aiden crossed the line just a little bit. Okay. Uh, at that, we're going to leave it. I don't know how to end these fucking things. I don't even remember what I did last week to end it, but everybody stay safe. And I don't know. Thanks for listening, boys, girls, Live and everything in between. Maybe. That, 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 that.